Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to try told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? Welcome to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. We got my man, no stranger to the Grindcast, Bulldog, Pat Bendor in the house, and his up-and-coming young superstar I've heard so much about, Tyler. Tyler, what's your last name? Teague. Tyler Teague. Uh, representing the University of Cincinnati Bearcats, yep. still still in college, yep. I believe, currently right now. Young man, uh, as an intern, check it out, as an intern at 20 years old, 2021 20, years old, uh, just cleared over $150,000 as an intern while still going to college. Yep. Check that out. I don't know how many people have done something like that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to you first and ask, how do you manage – a full-time position in school, and then also you're in leadership, Yep, I believe, with the company and, and maintain all of that. How, how do you make that happen? I, I think a lot of it comes down to, like, what you want and, like, what you're going towards. You know what I mean? And a lot of it comes down to, like, your schedule. You know, I, I think Marcus said it one time. He's like, whatever, you're, like, whatever you want is what you're going to prioritize. You know what I mean? So if I wanted to do school, a lot of my schedule would be school. But if I wanted American income – a lot of my schedule is going to be American income. So I think a lot of it comes down to like knowing your routine and like having it like hour by hour, half hour by half hour on what you need to do, where you need to be, what you're getting done, you know? So just scheduling. Yeah. Breaking down the schedule is, is how you're able to make time for all of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like if you're going day by day, just kind of freestyling your day, you never know what's going to come up. You're letting the day attack you rather than getting ahead of the day. You know what I mean? You know, Bulldogs told me a lot he thinks you're super disciplined is one of the words that, that stands out. What disciplines have you followed uh, that have led to the chunk of success that you've had, you know, so far? Uh, I think a lot of it is like, you know, the, the vision casting that, you know, American Income does a great job of, you know, knowing that at 20, right, 15 years down the road when I'm 35 and a lot of people are hitting the peak of their career. I've already done that a couple of years ago. You know what I mean? They're out working. Sorry, I got to stay away from work. I'm like, oh. Got you. The boat's ready whenever you guys are off work out. You know what I mean? Just kind of like knowing that long-term vision, putting in the work now, knowing that's going to pay off, you know, later. Believing in that. Right. Good for you. Congrats, man. So many young people don't, they miss that. You know, they, they adopt the play now and pay later mindset. Right. And, and it sounds like you've adopted the pay now and play later, yeah. you know, mindset. And yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of plan you could do at 150, you know, making 150 <laughs> G's at 20, 21 years old. But, but uh, congratulations. Yeah. You know, uh, Bulldog, what things stick out to you that's a little bit different, you know, that, that you've seen than other young people you've coached and, and what sticks out about Tyler? Tyler's got a, a abnormal level of maturity for, for his age. Like he's always doing what he's supposed to be doing when he's supposed to be doing. He's always in the right place at the right time. And we Discipline. talked earlier uh, on, about caring for people. The, the guy cares about the people that he's entrusted with, that, that he's leading. Uh, I've, I've never seen a level of maturity in, in, a, in, a, in a lot of growth. Tyler, adults. where does that come from? Uh, I think it just comes from watching Bulldog, Dan, you know, Chuma, I mean, even yourself, Marcus, and everybody around like you guys put so much into your people. You know what I mean? Or even just in general, because you, you just generally care about them. You know what I mean? Like when you're growing up or, or working through, like your close friends, you do anything for them, right? Because you want them to do anything for you, no matter what the circumstances is, you know? How, how have you been able to block out the noise? Because, you know, I remember when I was just a couple years older than you, I started at 22 and a half. So I remember coming right out of college and all my friends are getting their first jobs 
and they're mostly all salary nine to five and they're meeting up at, at a happy hour and kicking it on the weekends. And now they, you know, even though it ain't a lot of money, you come out of college and, you know, start making 40, 50 grand and you come from making nothing, you know, you got a couple extra bucks, you know, to, to, to do some things with. And I remember hearing a bunch of noise of like, man, Simon, what are you doing? You know, you can't even hang with us. You can't do this. You can't do that. Um, how have you been able to block out the noise from, you know, other young people that don't see the vision? Yeah, it's funny you said because, like, a couple weeks ago, people were like, you work too much. Like, you don't want to be a kid. And I'm like, you guys are giving up your years right now, and you're going to be doing the same thing, like, in a couple years. You know what I mean? Like, why would I not want to get a head start? You know what I mean? Like, why would you not want to get ahead? Why would you not want to develop the skill set now? That way you have more years to develop it and get to it. Like, they're going to be at 30, just getting their first promotion, possibly, maybe, if the dude above them's died or retired, right? I'll, I'll be at that point, you know what I mean? So blocking out the noise just comes from having a strong vision, strong why, you know why you show up every day? Because if you don't have a why, I mean, you're kind of just running yourself into the ground, right? Yep. So present it to them. And, you know, when I do go out, you know, occasionally just to go out, like show around, you know, every now and then, right, still am 20. Um, they understand it now, you know, when whenever I tell them, you know, why I work so much and, and the people around me that, you know, help the team and whatnot, why they're doing the same thing is because they, they know where we're going. Right. You know where we're going to be. Everybody's got this dream lifestyle. Why not get it quicker? Sounds like a lot of 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 what you're saying is is so much of it is is you tying everything that you're doing to being able to see the future, seeing the vision of where you're going to be five years from today, 10 years from today, 15 years from today and how the sacrifices currently right now are necessary in order to make that life you know, become become a reality. What advice would you give to somebody that's younger? like you that needs to kind of hear some of that stuff, you know, somebody that's coming out and they're like, man, I'm torn because I still want to have fun. I'm hearing people telling me, you know, you only live once and, and, uh, you know, you got all your rest of your years to work hard. You know, you don't have to do it all right now. What would you say to those people? Uh, I would say there, there is those two types of people, the one people that want to do it, you know, the, the YOLO way, you only live one style. We need those people. Right. But at the same time, we need the other people, you know, kind of like myself or the other people that we kind of work with, um, just having that vision up front, you know what I mean? Like just knowing what you want and like knowing that you can get ahead a lot quicker than the other people and, and, and knowing why you're going to do it or get the work done to get done. You know, um, I think a lot of it just knowing what you want. Yeah. And you've now, now if, if I understand correctly, the, the, you were recruited into this company by, by people that are no longer in the company currently right now. Correct. Am I mistaken? Okay. So what kept you, in the organization, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, people, they get recruited by somebody, if the, their leadership or someone that recruited them leaves, they leave too. What, what caused you to stay? What is that that you saw or felt? Uh, it, it's kind of like it, once you get into something and you figure out like you're kind of good at it, why not go all in? You know, like when I figure out, like I actually find like kind of what we do, how we do it and kind of getting the baseline done. I'm like, okay, for one, this is fun. Number two, I'm around other people that are like myself. And number three, we get paid pretty well. Um, so it's kind of like I'm having fun while I'm doing it. Uh, but you know, when that kind of moved on, you know, I, it's kind of hard finding something you truly enjoy and putting your time into. So I didn't really see another reason to be able to like, all right, let me just jump ship to go somewhere else to maybe find something I kind of like. But even if you jump shit and come back, you're still comparing, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I wish they did it this way. Like they did at the old company, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of stuck over here now. You know what I mean? Yep. What sticks out to you, you know, because I've had an opportunity to work closely with uh, with Pat, 
what sticks out to you about the about the bulldog? You know that you think makes him good or makes him special in leadership. I, I think a big attribute is is knowing your people. You know, he kind of knows what, you know, what everybody's thinking at the same time, you know, their mentality, you know, he knows how to talk to certain people, right? The way he talks to you is going to be a lot different than how he connects with me. And I think that's a great attribute that a leader needs is knowing how to talk to people um, in different mannerisms, how you communicate with them, right? If he's talking to Jim Strace, it might be a little bit more professional or, you know, they're buddies, right? Uh, With me, kind of more slang, you know, every now and then keeping it real, Um, just kind of being able to know who you're talking to, Hmm. you know? So yesterday, you know, yesterday when when I had an opportunity to meet up with you guys, I wish I had more time, you know, with you guys yesterday. Um, But because of the schedule, I had daddy-daughter dance, you know, with my daughter, dropped her off, came straight from there to come hang out, you know, with you guys. And, uh, you know, I seen your your thumbs just going a mile a minute, you know, and and, and taking notes, you know, on everything. And, And Bulldog was telling me you're always like that, you know, taking notes. Those those are one of the big traits that I've seen in young people that end up blowing it up is that is that they're constantly focused and taking notes in any setting. They're just always taking notes in any setting. Want to put you on the spot a little bit. Um, you know what what things from last night's conversations and it doesn't have to be with me uh, because you also had Greg there. You had yeah. Matty D there, you know, two two of uh, two of our best guys, some of my favorite people. Um what sticks out about those conversations last night that maybe you remember that you took some notes on that maybe you could bring back to you? I would say the the highlight point is, you know, a common you got to give up to go up, right? Willing to sacrifice for yourself to give back to the other people. You know, like my trainer example, right? Giving, you have me right business, right? Instead of them, you know, them sacrificing a paycheck for me to see $1,000 one time in a week, like, I'm used to working at Raising Cane's, working 50, 60 hours a week, getting paid 600 chicken tenders a week, you know, but I'm getting paid $1,000 a week just for doing simple work. So a lot of it is just truly caring about the people that you're with, you know, whether it's work, business, life, um, you know, reaching out to them throughout the week, day by day, ask them how they're doing, work aside, you know, because you generally care about them and and building that culture up, right? It makes me more happy to see somebody else smile than myself to to smile you know what I mean yep like making somebody else laugh gets me more excited to see them enjoy themselves and get happy seeing them get paid is a lot better than you know when I get paid mm-hmm. so I think it's a big thing what 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 traits have you seen in in people that um you thought would do well in our business that don't end up you know doing well anything that stands out to about the people that don't make it you know that you could that there's like man these are some things that seem like are always there when these folks, you know, don't make it. Yeah, number one is um, is like their like uh, like their lateness. You know, they're not on the schedule. They're kind of their own time. They're they're kind of like one foot on the one foot on the ground, one foot hanging off the boat. You know what I mean? They're not really full in. Um, they just not all in. Yep, not all in would be a big one. Um, not disciplined to a schedule, kind of late for stuff. The little yeah. small thing, ah, no big deal. Right, I'm late couple minutes yeah but the small deals make you know make the biggest thing right like if you can't show up at at 9 a.m how can i expect you to do x y and z that's going to come down the line um another third thing i think is communication right i think people that come in and and they're not doing well they don't communicate it i think the people that are there that want help constantly texting me calling me blowing me up like hey can i get time with this this and this you might think it's like annoying now but then i realized like how i was at first i was like that's the same way you know so kind of clicks in the head they're not communicating with you they they're just trying to get by. Yep. Now you you've got some talented people, loyal people. You know, I had an opportunity to meet a couple of your guys. Yep. You know, last night, 
what's what sticks out to you about about those two? You know, why did why you bring those two on this trip? What what, what makes them special? What things can other people grab from like why them? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is like having those like inner circle people with you, whether it's work, life, uh, hobbies, whatever. You guys can talk about anything, and it kind of seems like it's your college or like high school buddies. You know, whether you know stuff's going bad, you guys can still find a way to smile in the mud. You know, and those are the kind of people that they're worth. You know, for a couple hundred dollars in on a phone session, we're still cracking jokes. You know, getting to it. So I think the the uh, camaraderie and the, like the morale of the team and, and just building that upfront culture with that inner circle is huge. You know, for you guys to grow and and with them in general, they just got huge amounts of discipline. Um, they're open to coaching, right? A lot of people that are are leaders were once followers, right? So they have huge following capabilities, you know, leading, implementing, um, listening to every word that, you know, Dan, Hartwig, I mean, yeah, Bulldog and uh, Marcus and Jim, and they just soak everything in and and they pour it back out, you know, when the time is needed. And they're just super open. Anything they need or anything they're frustrated with, excited about, we all know what's going on. No doubt. Special group of, of, of people that you have to work with, you know, very wise of you, Tyler, as a, as a young person to to realize that you know, of, of n- not many people have a, a Jim Serace, a Marcus Smith, Pat Bendor, Dan Hartwig, you know, to be able to surround themselves with it. I mean, literally every person I just named, I mean, I feel my confidence level, if I'm, if my, if my mindset was being read, you know, on these things that could read a lie detector test, you know, I would be off the charts at, at my belief of those four you know, people and the character of those people and the hearts of, of those people and and uh, how much that they would do anything, you know, for you. The loyalty of, of, of those people, man, is, is just so, so very rare. You know, just the advice I was giving you, you know, yesterday uh, at the table was, you know, one that's pretty simple, you know, of, of uh, don't lose your mind. You know what I mean? You're, you're just so set right now at your age. It's just you're, you are set for life. All you got to do is not fumble. All you got to do is not screw it up. Right. And the only thing that I ever see people, you know, that young or old, you know, that that causes them to screw it up when they got that is is something that Jim Serace has pounded in my head, you know, for all these years that I think has kept me out of trouble, which is just keeping your ego in check. You know, keep that keep that ego in check and, and stay humble, you know, stay humble, stay coachable, you know, to the people and, and uh, the more success that you have the more humility that you want to keep with you, the more grateful that you want to get. And and you'll see, you know, people around you that over the years don't follow that. You know, you'll see even people that you bring up and coach over, the, you know, you talk about the next 10 years, it ain't all going to be sunshine and rainbows and, and probably already hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows, but give yourself a decade, you know, to see. And, and you'll see that the things that stand out are the people that trust in you, that are loyal to you, that don't let their ego, you know, get above you know, their humility are the ones that are going to have greatness, you know, long-term with you. And the people that, that start to lose their humility and, and, and their ego gets inflated and, and the loyalty goes astray, those are going to be the people that you see that end up being, you know, right. figuratively dead bodies, you know, that, that, that don't make it and end up putting their own feet in their own mouth. Uh, but I'm just so excited, you know, for you. And, and, I, and I know that's one thing that I would put on, on him. You know, if I had, you know, one word, you know, to describe him and there's a lot of words that I would use to describe him, but, but one word to describe him is, is, is loyal, man. Loyalty. They don't, they don't be, they don't get too much more 
loyal and uh, it's been it's been cool to watch him uh, as a husband and as a father. You know, when we started in this business, uh, we were like you in a sense of of man, we're doing all this, reminding ourselves that we're doing all this because one day we're gonna have a nice house in a neighborhood next to Dan Hartwig, and we're gonna be able to have our kids play, and we're gonna have a swimming pool, and we're gonna be able to go to the place, and we're gonna be able to do all these cool things and drive nice cars, and and I'm gonna be able to go to my son's flag football, and I'm gonna be able to. It was just all a all a dream. Uh, at, at one point, man, and it's it's coming through your hard work and ability to stay even keel through uh, ups and downs and, and, and good and bad and never be able to to waver. So you're learning from the best. You're learning from the, the absolute best in the industry. What do you see for uh, for for Tyler? You know, if, if you're giving me, you know, what do you see for him over the next couple of years? And then you know, for my young people, because I know my young people, you know, they have a good relationship with you. And I love that our, our agencies are like family, you know what I mean? So if, if you can give some advice to our young people about what stands out about Tyler that they can adopt. And then what do you see for Tyler over the next few years? I think Tyler's going to dwarf in the future if he stays on the pace that he's on and stays exactly how he is. Having that humility, having that coachability. Having that discipline, he's going to dwarf anything we've ever done in the future. The way he operates is at a level that, that I've never seen. I keep saying it, but it really, really sticks out to me that the amount of time he pours into himself, his mind, his body, his spirit, he's on point Whatever You're on the mind, body, spirit, Tyler? Every day. I get you the, subscribe you know, the, to it? Every morning. It's on the, uh, you know, the highlight reels on Instagram. I got over there for the past year and a half every day. Speaking of your Instagram, Tyler, maybe anybody who's got a a, a son, a daughter in college, yes. or maybe anyone who's in college right yeah. now and is looking for that internship, as we call it, how how would they reach out to you through your Instagram? Uh, you can reach my Instagram. It's just Tyler with two R's and then Teague, T-E-A-G-U-E. Yep, shoot me a DM, whatever. Like T-E-A-G-U-E. Yep. Real simple. Just like Tyler, Jeff, Tyler Jeff, Teague. Jeff Teague in the NBA. Got you. Yep. Beautiful. So this is uh this we used to say this is like the NFL or NBA, you know, other than it not being the NFL or NBA. So welcome, welcome aboard, man. Thank you for taking uh taking advantage of Opportunity Unlimited, man. At any time that that it's cool now that I have an opportunity for young people to to call me, hey, OG, you know, and you coming up on two decades into business, I remember being that person. And uh I didn't really get it. And now I get it now that that now that I'm in a position where I could leave right now and I'm set for the rest of my life because of what this company's done for me. It means so much to me to watch young people like you come in and, and do what you're doing and take advantage of, of opportunity unlimited. So many people get the opportunity and don't take advantage of it. And, and anytime people say, oh, thank you. You know, I'm like, man, thank you for for taking advantage of Opportunity Unlimited, man, and, and you're called to take us to the next level. You're called to take us to a place and do things that people have never done. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what the next generation is supposed to do. So we're all behind you, Tyler. Bulldog Tyler, thanks for joining us uh, on another episode of the Grindcast. Hey, those of you guys looking for, for mentorship, go ahead and he head down to cashmoneymentoring.com to see if me and Marcus can help you. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Yeah. <laughs>